If you let retirement just happen, chances are you won't be happy for long. Looking backwards, you wish you'd planned more, a whole lot more. So on today's podcast, five things you could do now to help you get where you want to be in your retirement. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Hey, welcome to Money Matters USA, the podcast devoted to the right strategies for retirement. Now, there's no cookie cutter approach to this uh, that Fred Say takes. Uh, He takes a custom approach with each and every one of his clients, but strategies, he educates us on this podcast every week. It is Money Matters USA. Fred Say is the founder and managing director of this fiduciary firm. Fred holds a PhD in economics from Duke University, and he does share great information with us on the podcast and also on the companion video series, uh, also named Money Matters USA. An easy uh, YouTube search for that, Money Matters USA with Fred Saide, S-A-I-D-E. How are you, Fred? I'm great, Dave. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Um, Good. I'm kind of like one of those people that uh, said leading to retirement, ah, I'm going to get around to that one day. But you know, that one day <laughs> retirement day gets to you real quick. And, and and you may be someone who plans everything in the smallest detail, or maybe you're just, you kind of let things happen, but either way, retirement is approaching and you can't hold it back. You can't slow down the time. So we're Fred is going to outline some things that you should do before you retire and uh, and it's really good things to consider, and it's good things to consider, Fred, and where we are right now. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you pointed out that we we do a uh, video uh, series, and on on in the video series, we we talk about the elasticity and the inelasticity of time. There are some things you can defer. There are some things you you just can't defer because your your time your time limited there's only you only have so much time so much time to plan so much time to make important decisions institutions have an infinite amount of time as a human being you you have a finite period of time but first of all i think uh, apropos of that that you have to have some basis of understanding what's happening right now in the economy and in the financial markets Bank of America uh, issued uh, at the end of last week a prediction that the Standard & Poor's, the S&P 500, would floor out at, at 3,000. And that's based on their research of 19 equity markets over the past 40 years. We're in a bear market right now, and it appears that we will receive confirmation that we are uh, in a recession. It, it'll be a technical Recession. We're going to have to wait to the end of July to get uh, a an official confirmation. But there, there, unfortunately, are a lot of reasons 
to be able to deal with and understand what's negatively going on. Uh, first of all, we know that home sales are falling, truck orders are declining. Transportation is a leading indicator, and it's the first place that you should look to see how the economy is performing. Transportation is the canary in the coal mine. We have increasing unemployment. We have a drop in retail sales. We have a widening of corporate credit spreads. That's a danger. And we have pressure on margins uh, due to inflation and the wage price spiral. We have a drop in the stock and bond prices. They are correlated right now. Stocks and bonds are going down at the same time. They go up in the same time. Today, we, we have a bear market rally. It's not unusual to have bear market rallies. Uh, when when the market is uh, declining. We have to remember that that the stimulus, we had a stimulus. It was produced by printing money in 2020 and 2021. And now we're in the withdrawal phase. We have all the negative symptoms that a drug addict would have when you withhold or withdraw the stimulus. Mm -hmm. But while the Fed has raised interest rates, it hasn't run off its $9 trillion balance sheet. So the stimulus boosted asset values much more than actual economic activity would have justified. And so we're seeing an increase right now in the use of of credit costs to pay for the cost of food, energy, and rent. So this, this bulge of consumer savings just isn't present. My conclusion we're in the early stages of a, of a profit recession. I don't think the Fed is actually opposed to wage gains if the market continues to weaken. And we're also seeing a resistance right now on, on the part of the small investor to buying the dips. So the small investor is either buy and hold or they're already in cash. So what we're seeing right now uh, are the private equity guys and, and uh, the institutional guys battling it out. And the rest of us are watching largely from the, from the sidelines. I think you have to, when you think about your retirement, people have tremendous difficulty in thinking about the future. They, they can think about today, they think about tomorrow, maybe next week. But the problem is they don't have a, a planned out strategy to implement for their retirement. And it's absolutely essential to plan it out and to know at least a direction of what it is you're, you're, you're going to do. Otherwise, um, the first step, the first step really is get it, get it, put it in writing. It's not, it's not enough to have it in your head. You got to get it on, on paper. Other, otherwise you're just going to, uh, float from, from side to side. And uh, you, you won't have a, a coherent uh, plan. The other thing that I think is really important is you retire, there's no more paychecks coming in. You need to have a budget. You need to know what your expenses are and where will the money come from to pay the expenses. Otherwise, you're going to be worried about, am I going to run out of money while you're still alive? And that's going to happen uh in the absence of a, a plan. So why leave things to chance? You need, you need to have a coherent plan in writing. Um, what about your assets? How much of your assets are going to cover your expenses? How much of your income is guaranteed? Where's your income going to come from? Uh, are you working with the safe withdrawal rate? 
there's a lot of magical thinking in that safe withdrawal rate. The safe withdrawal rate is variable. But what are we working at? I mean, anywhere from 2.7 to 3.3. I don't know what the number. It's not a fixed percentage. And when you start drawing down on a portfolio in a down market, it means it takes a great deal to recover, if you can recover, given the amounts that you are withdrawing. And you have to take into consideration the cost of fees and taxes. You may not be able to recover uh, in the amount of time it would take. It may be greater than your own life expectancy. So This is really an important consideration because the math involved in this is, is brutal and it's relentless. And it, it, it's not subject to magical thinking. Uh, this is this is this is a case where uh, purchasing an annuity makes makes a great deal of sense. There's lots of research on on the use of an annuity to, to cover a significant portion uh, of your retirement expenses because the annuity is guaranteed, and even if the principal within the annuity is exhausted because of the way annuities are built through their mortality and longevity credits. Uh, you can't even if there's no money in the annuity, the annuity will keep on paying. It's not magic; it's just how the annuities are 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 built. So you really have to think about your own human capital at this point. Uh, when you retire, you've you've earned most of your human capital now, and it's all going to be in the uh, portfolio. So there really is so much to consider now and that that's what i was thinking when someone's about ready to retire i mean you can't look back you have to look at where we are right now and then you have yeah. to look at where you are right now and in in looking at what your day-to-day expenses will be looking forward and and where we are right now what will yeah, they be absolutely. how will they go up well that's you know if, if you if you have no contingencies built into your expenses if, if you haven't worked with a professional uh, and and we inflate uh, expenses in other words you've got a fixed mortgage we're not going to inflate your fixed interest rate but we're going to we're going to inflate the other expenses based on the historical record of those expenses so we we have the draws that you have to have from your assets or or from your totals from all your sources of income we're going to keep on increasing them so you have increasing expenses with increasing uh, income now a lot of people still still buy into the old notion that uh, I'm going to retire, my taxes will be will be lower. Well, that may not be true. Actually, your taxes could even be higher. And the research shows that at least in the first two to three years, you, you actually spend more in retirement than you did pre-retirement. And you're withdrawing more, a lot of money from qualified accounts, whether it's 401k or IRAs or whatever the, the account may be. And all that money has not been and tax. Here, here's a truism that that, uh, and it's a tough lesson, I think, uh, for people to to grasp. But you actually have control over your taxes by your decision as to when to turn Social Security on. That is the key decision. That decision gives you time to address the entire issue of required minimum distributions. And the rules of these are uh, on the RMDs are very confusing. Now, people 
have forgotten about the SECURE Act. You know, with the commotions that have been going on with, with, with COVID and everything else, people forget that the SECURE Act is out there. Then the IRS has proposed new regulations, which I expect to go into effect. So we're going to have multiple rules on the withdrawals of RMDs. Some people are going to be under the original rules. Some people will not be. Some people will be under the new rules. Some people will be under the new, new rules. It's going to be very, very confusing. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, which is why Ed Slott, America's IRA guru, has, said, has thrown up his hands and said, with all these confusing rules out there, why don't we just do away with, with RMDs and make it simple? But no, that, that's too simple a, <laughs> a solution. But, but the point is, before you turn Social Security on, that's, that's the really intensive period where you should be doing tax planning and implementing changes in your portfolio, doing Roth conversions, adding to annuities for guaranteed income, using life insurance, uh, for that for that purpose, now, I, I think you have to be realistic. And and if the bulk of your assets are in deferreds, you're likely to be in a much higher uh, bracket than you were in retirement. And there's no guarantee that the Trump tax cuts are going to be made permanent. Maybe they will. Maybe they will not. But we're still faced with a real problem here that uh, with an increasing number. Right now, we have 10,000 people retiring a day. That hasn't really altered. That's going to increase. Now, the big corporations are expecting, I'm talking about Fortune 100s now, they expect 50% of their workforce to retire uh, over the next decade. And most of these companies are using artificial intelligence and digitization to hold institutional knowledge in because they know they're not going to be able to replace m most of this workforce. So it's going to be a relationship between individuals and, and machines and computers uh, in, in order to, and that, that's what the future looks like. But the point is with, with that big bulk of people who are going to retire, that puts enormous pressure on, on the social programs and on uh, social security. This is a time to sit down uh, with a financial professional like myself, well, uh, who can that's really uh, help you? Because we have really very, very powerful tax software that integrates uh, with our other software, with our risk software, with our income software, and with our estate planning. And so we can we can look at all of these and give you a three, sometimes even a four dimensional picture, or at least a three dimensional picture of, of what you are uh, looking at. Well, if you listen to this podcast, you know that Fred puts so much thought into this. And the great thing is when he works with you, he puts that same amount of thought and effort into it, but it's on your behalf in a custom fashion. So here, keep in mind, wherever you're listening, you can get Fred on your side, a fiduciary working with you and the right strategies for you and your retirement planning. 800-593-8188 is how you can reach Fred. 800-593-8188. And also the website is moneymattersusa.net. We're going to take a break, but uh, when we come back, running out of money is every retiree's worst nightmare. The good news is Fred is going to outline some things that can help you avoid that fate. And it's never too late to start. That's coming up on Money Matters USA. Are 
Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principal, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Zaid at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with the podcast Money Matters USA. And again, check out the video series. Uh, just search YouTube Money Matters USA with Fred Said. Uh, Said is spelled S-A-I-D-E. Money Matters USA with Fred Said. And I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Fred is the founder and managing director of that fiduciary firm you just heard about, Money Matters USA. We talked about um, so much in the first segment on wh- how to plan and and leading up to your retirement planning process, what to consider based on what's going on today, the situation with the markets today and where inflation is today. And uh, Fred also mentioned that his video series that we just w- finished, um, that is r- related to risk and being aware of, of risk in your planning process. And another thing people fear and it could be the number one fear is running out of money in retirement. So before you start your retirement journey, you need to learn about some common reasons why some retirees do run out of money. You know, learn from you know their mistakes uh, and learn what you could do now to avoid that fate. And Fred's going to expand on all of these. Um, first off, for people who take all their money out of stocks, Fred. Well, they... They're, they're, they look at the market, they see volatility, and they don't recognize that volatility is inherent uh, in the market. The market goes up and down and sideways, and it does this all the time. So there are corrections every two and a half, two, every 2.5 to 2.7 months, if you like, rounded up to every three years. And there are major drawdowns uh, about every five to seven Years. So what we're going through right now, in some sense, is uh, what you would expect, although we're, we're probably two years uh, uh, late on this. But th- there's another aspect uh, of this is that, you know, it, it's a Star Trek, a Star Trek answer here. We're, we're going where no one has ever gone before because mm, yeah. we've never had this kind of uh money creation by by the Federal Reserve. So we don't know how many of the old rules are still relevant and we don't know and we don't know what the new some of the new rules are are going to are going to be. Now, uh, small investors always make the mistake of of, uh, se- of selling low and buying high. They're always afraid of uh, being left out uh, of uh, of opportunities that that is a real behavioral uh, issue and then for some people uh, they they reach the level of risk that they can tolerate when they go to cash. So, I mean, if you if you miss the the main days in in the market, you're going you're going to uh, actually harm yourself. That your entire retirement, if it is, if it is risk based, and and th- there's a real issue here with with how much of of your retirement. Uh, should be risk-based. It doesn't mean that that there shouldn't be assets uh, in in the market and, and being and being based on the probability of, of gain. But but you but money can be made 
going up and money can be made going going down. It requires a, a sophistication level uh, in, in order to know exactly what you are uh, doing. But if, if you're only dependent on um, uh, on the stock market, then you're, you're introducing enormous risk of failure uh, into your portfolio because when the market uh, draws down or when it corrects, uh, or we have a real major correction that we do have going on right now, uh, then uh, then they, you have so much risk in the portfolio that the recovery uh, of it is is really challenging. How long will it take to recover? And 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 if you're taking money out of it, and you have to remember taxes and fees, uh, you may never you may never actually uh, recover. So that's that's not I'm not negative. Uh, about uh, the equity markets, I'm, I'm simply trying to say to you that if you're 100 percent in in equities, uh, you're 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 on a roller coaster. You 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 need you need to have assets uh, protected away from uh, the the market so that you're not subject constantly to this readjustment uh, in in the in the market now. When personally, I'm not a believer in the 60-40 portfolio. I think the Federal Reserve killed that uh, with, with its money creation uh, opportunities or its activities. Now, other people will still uh, talk about a 60-40 uh, portfolio, uh, but uh, as you as you age and you keep your the idea of human capital in mind, you've you've earned out most of the human capital the longer you. You live longevity being what it is. You need you need you need grow you need some growth, but you you have an increasing need uh, for for income. For it may not be for the same reasons, but you still will have an increasing need for income. So you you may want to learn about some other um, ways to invest beside the broad index. It it, it, it might be. In sectors of the economy, you know, we know from uh, research that certain sectors of the economy do better uh, at the beginning of inflation, at the beginning of the inflationary cycle, uh, than than other sectors which do better at the end of, of the of the cycle. So uh, it it's it's not a one size uh, fits uh, fits all, and. Um, as I said, some sectors will make sense now. They won't make sense later. Other sectors will make will make sense later. And you have to uh, be willing to be nimble and, and not be um, wedded to a particular theory or, partic or, or you can't fall in love with a particular stock or a particular uh, position. That puts you into a situation where you're selling your winners because you need to, because you need to raise cash, and that's the easiest thing to sell, and you wind up with a bunch of losers that are very difficult to sell, and that increases the amount of risk in your portfolio. So one of the perverse understandings of uh, uh, Tversky and Kahneman's uh, risk aversion theory is that uh, that the amount of risk you hold increases uh, as, as you begin to uh, sell off the, the items in the portfolio that are saleable, and you're left holding a lot of risk, which you don't want because you don't want to sell those positions because you don't want to admit that they're losers. So you're going to keep it holding, hoping, hoping, hoping that, uh, that you'll have uh, recovery. 
We're looking at uh, what you can do to avoid the fate and, and, and to ease that fear that retirees share, and that's running out of money in retirement, uh, outliving their money in retirement. And another reason, people um, probably underestimate their life expectancy, maybe basing it on how long their parents or grandparents lived and failing to factor in that each generation, well, now, I mean, each generation is living a little longer. Yeah, they are. People underestimate their uh, longevity by five to seven years. Uh, And uh, there are longevity calculators. I happen to like the one from the Society of Actuaries. I I think it's a very accurate one, but but there are others that are out there. And uh, if if you're if you're married uh, or or in or in a married or in a, a joint relationship, uh, then you, you want to look at joint life expectancies and what the probabilities are that someone will reach 1995 or even beyond that. And that obviously puts more pressure on the uh, portfolio. And, um, you know, people talk about moving and downsizing. Very few do. 70, 75 percent of people just stay put and they and they don't uh, relocate. But um, you can. If you downsize, you if you like a particular area, a particular town, you may want to you may want to stay uh, there. The um, IRS uh, some year a few years ago created uh, a qualified life annuity contract, uh, the QLAC, and that that's a great product. Uh, it, it it's a it's a deferred annuity. It's it's still an IRA, but it lets you uh, push the income out on a deferral basis. So we usually elect age. 80. So it's on a 10-year sl- slider. You can start it at 75 or defer as late as 85. And it's, it's, it's designed not just to give you income, but also it's, it's a way of, of generating uh, funds that can be used uh, to pay for long-term care. And um, I happen to like it. Uh, there, there are other folks that do not. Mm-hmm. But there's good research on it. I think that my complaint uh, is that um, you, you can't do it, put enough away. It's 135000 but that's still, I think, a, a fairly uh, good amount uh, because uh, uh, there, there are other studies out there that, that estimate the amount of money that you'll need to spend uh, on health care, including long-term care, uh, once you get uh, well into your uh, 80s and, and certainly in, in the last uh, two, three years of, uh, uh, of life. The other issue is there's too much dependence on, for many people, on a single source uh, of income, which is uh, primarily Social Security. Social Security by itself just is not enough. And um, who knows what's going to happen with Social Security. It could be reduced. Uh, I would hope that it won't be. I would hope that it will be a phased um period over, over 25 or 30 years, but, but, you, but you never know. And th- there was a bill, it was in the Congress, and uh, there was some interest in it, and then it was by Connecticut uh, congressman, and then he withdrew the bill, and uh, he substituted another bill, and, and the actuaries liked his first bill. They didn't like his second bill. They said it would not solve the problem. And right now, uh, the, the, the bill is, is uh, not going uh, anywhere. The, 
if you are totally dependent on on Social Security, it's just not enough. You have to have other sources uh, of income to pull you through uh, retirement. I realize that uh, some people want to be totally exposed to the market, and then your 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 situation is going to be uncertain, lots of risk. You're, you're dependent on that safe withdrawal rate. You don't know if you're taking too much money. You don't know if you're taking too little money, and you're always worried about running uh, out of money. I go back to something I, I said uh, in the first uh, portion of the podcast is the decision to claim Social Security is the key decision because it opens up all your other planning opportunities. Uh, and so just it's just not a matter of I'm retiring on Monday and Tuesday. I'm going down to Social Security office and, and I, I'm going to I'm going to put in my claim. Just tell them, don't, turn don't it don't on. That. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's uh, right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's not like turning the gas on the stove <laughs> or turning the water you yeah. know, tap on. Um, the, the other the other thing that I alluded to earlier, I, I said that when you're retired, every day is Saturday. Then you spend money, uh, but the but the pattern of spending changes, and the older you get, the the likelihood is you're going to be spending more money on health care, and you could very well have to deal with uh, uh, long term care costs, uh, and that that could be uh, uh, daycare, uh, adult daycare, it, it could be uh, in home care, it it could be. Uh, some form of uh, services that are brought into the home because we all want to avoid having to be in in a um, uh, an institutional setting. Sometimes that's possible. Sometimes it's it, it's it's not. Uh, the the um, uh, planning all this out in advance and not being and and not doing that then puts you into a crisis situation there, there there are there is crisis care and there are people who specialize in it but you don't really want to be in that uh, situation desperate uh, and not knowing what what to do uh, but uh, we do work with people who specialize in in crisis uh, care the um, probability the probability of, of a husband and a wife or, or a couple needing uh, long-term care is, is over 90%. I mean, in the last six months of life, it, it's almost 99%. So uh, that doesn't doesn't leave much room uh, to wiggle uh, away. Yeah, and, you've got to prepare uh, for it. And if you're concerned about uh, leaving a legacy uh, behind, uh, that th- you could, uh, on a 30, 40-year uh, life expectancy with health care and long-term care costs, you could very well be in a situation where there is no legacy uh, out of your your own assets. So plan, planning that out is is important, and getting it right will will determine how much of a legacy how much uh, you actually are able to leave uh, behind. Um, the other the other thing that we've talked about a lot of times is having that emergency account, that emergency bucket. Uh, this is. This is for all the things that you cannot anticipate, but 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 know that you're likely to have. Whether it's a new central air, whether it's a new roof uh, on the house, whether 
whether it's a decision to make, whether or not you're going to buy a new car or whether or not you're, you're going to uh, replace the transmission, maybe the axle went bad. And uh, at that, at, you know, you're 87 years old. You should, maybe you shouldn't be driving anyway, but uh, but you still are okay. during the day at least. Uh, and you decide, hey, it, it doesn't pay uh, for me to buy a new car. I'm going to throw some money into the old one and, and keep it going as long as as long as we as we can. Uh, if if you haven't provided for these contingencies and they occur. You're, 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 you may have to sell the car uh, and, you know, and take the bus, and that may not be what, what you want. So you really have to think all of this uh, through, and money, money spent uh, for a, a good, competent uh, uh, planner like me uh, is money that is well spent. Uh, and maybe it's a one-time thing. Maybe it's a, a recurring uh, series of visits. It's not a matter of, of uh, being cynical now. It, it's, a, it's a matter of, you know, it's, it's a matter of that uh, filter commercial, pay me now or pay me later. Mm-hmm. But you are going to pay. It's just a question of you, you're going you're to do it smartly uh, in a savvy way or are you just going to do it? And, uh, you know, devil take the hindmost. Uh, well, I know this, you know, we said earlier the importance of uh, being with someone like Fred who knows how to plan based on where we are today, but he also knows how to plan based on where you'll be 30 plus years from now. In other words, he plans for his clients in their retirement long term. People are living longer. He factors all of that in. He can for you with your plan. You can reach Fred with a phone call to the number is 800-593-8188. The website is moneymattersusa.net. That's the website. That's this podcast name. It's the name of the companion video series, and it's the name of the fiduciary firm. And Fred Sade is the fiduciary who can put the strategies together for you. Great information as always, Fred. And, of course, the video series you can find at YouTube. Search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Sade is S-A-I-D-E. And, Fred, we'll get together next week and do this all over again. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us. And please stay with us on Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.